1: Welcome into DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host Jason. Hello. (laughs) Right out of the gate, I want to say, Barry, don't ruin things with Patty.
2: (laughs) Please. We love her too much.
1: So, Barry's lying to Patty. In case you didn't know, we're talking about 207, Guerrilla Warfare. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to get super spoilery on it, so, I don't know, I'm assuming you already knew that, but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's well-worn territory, I think, by now.
1: Yeah. Um, like, I swear to God, man, like, I'm just, I'm so happy about this show, like, right now, the thing that I'm not happy about is just Barry lying to Patty. Like, I just don't want her to. Well, and, and they I knew got over that
2: like, by the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, but no, he still lied to her. He
2: did, but um, he did also it's promise not for... to do that anymore.
1: But that was a lie, because he was lying to her when he was talking about
2: it. See, this is where it gets a little philosophical, because mm. I'm wondering, like, okay, can we go ahead and bank it that I did lie? Don't have to come clean on that, but I promise not to do it again. Does that count? Mm. Meanwhile, were Ross and, and her actually on a break?
1: No. No, you don't get to pull in friends on this shit. Why not? Barry just needs to tell her that he's the Flash. Well, it's she'll figure it out soon. Know. I
2: mean, she's, she's a quick mm. one. Clever little girl.
1: She'll so how did you no feel time. about Cisco? How did you feel about Cisco vibing hot girl? I uh,
2: hugely, hugely, hugely loved it. Really? Yeah, I actually do. I, it, you know, it,
1: does that mean that she's from the parallel reality, or is he starting to pick up other shit now?
2: That's the question I want answered. It seems like for now we have to assume she's Earth Two a Hot Girl, and that when she says she wasn't from around here, that she came through maybe around the same time or slightly before. Mm. I don't know. And then we still have to worry about mm. whether Earth Two has a Thanagaria to worry about.
1: I don't know.
2: We don't know that. All I know is poor Cisco.
1: <laughs>
2: he's got like two episodes with this girl.
1: Oh, boohoo! He's still got Golden Glider.
2: I mean, he ain't hurting. He ain't hurting.
1: No, he ain't hurting. He ain't hurting. If anything, I kind of feel like he's cheating on Golden Glider.
2: <laughs> Did you like the thing at the beginning where uh, like Barry's at st- straight face asking him like, "What, what do you mean breakfast?" <laughs> Joe yeah, just pipes in, at "Cisco, he messing with you, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> They like to keep it light around the office, you know, keep a keep a tone.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was good. I did. I enjoyed that. Um but yeah, I like swear I... you, that's
2: Joe's superpower is being human. He is a mate as far as I'm concerned. He's more human than all of us.
1: Right. Oh but yeah, I seriously just wrote down shit like Yay, Grod, yay, <laughs> telepathy.
2: Relatively truncated notes on this one then.
1: Damn it, Joe. Damn it, chicken noodle soup, damn it.
2: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, why did you have to specifically mention that? Also, Barry, cover your ass better, buddy. Damn.
1: Right? Uh... You
2: specifically lie about chicken soup. You have someone else bring you the chicken soup. You might just stop to mention, hey, I know this is a long shot,
1: but. Yeah. Like, about midway down the page, I, I actually wrote Gorilla City on Earth 2. Holy shit.
2: You just have yay behind that too? I, no. <laughs> I, I like it. I like the little, I like this, the, the Gorilla City origin as it is now. Kind of dig it. Yeah. Also, and I just have I a simple note, Grod's still looking good.
1: <laughs> yes, Grodd does look good. Man, and I God. felt really bad for him in this episode. I felt bad for him. Yeah. Because Caitlin was like the only one he trusted and then he felt like, you know, that like, you are not father. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh and, and poor thing.
2: Dude, uh Harry, I'm trying to call him Harry. Um yeah. Harry I I again, Kavanaugh just fucking owns everything he does with this show. Pops on at mm-hmm. like the bravado he's using to face down this giant damn gorilla. Mm-hmm. Pulls it together. No, I am him. Blah, blah, blah. It just pulls it together. I loved it. I really did.
1: Dude, like when he's saying the stuff that Cisco told him to say to try to get into character, mm-hmm. and he just screws it up, and he's like, no, do it more like this and this and this. And he's like, okay. So, uh, and you actually see him like try to get into character, and he comes back with it and does it again. And Cisco is just totally weirded out. He's yeah. like, yep, that's it. Yeah.
2: He. You can just see the, the rat run down Cisco's spine, can't you?
1: Mm-hmm. So good, man. So good. Uh, just uh, father does not ask, father takes. Right. Oh, ah! <laughs> so good.
2: Oh. God's perceptive. That's the one smart gorilla.
1: Yeah. I even, and
2: mm. in, in hell, even the little scene where, like, Harry's really about to bounce, Caitlin goes back to ask him one more time to maybe hang out and... Just help us out for a second. They have the little breakthrough moment with that wonderful looking little map with all the science on it. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: even that, even Caitlin just going to grab him was good. And they transition right into Cisco being absolutely charming at the movies before he's absolutely a dick. Yep. Again. Yep. Poor guy. How's he supposed to know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but, you know... I, I wouldn't put it past I, I,
2: Cisco though, right then, as he has that flash, and he's holding her hand to just kind of stop and go, I know it's going to be a weird question, but by any chance, are you, like, a hawk? Or, like, a bird thing, also? I mean, I, mean, I know it's weird, but...
1: He didn't know it was her, though. He said he saw a, a dude...
2: Yeah, he thinks he saw something entirely different, but uh, it, Cisco he knows that his his ability is is a little bit uh, touch based, so it it wouldn't have been out of character for Cisco to just ask one weird non sequitur question before he d- ditched on her. Mm-hmm. I half expected him to, and then he just kind of took off anyway.
1: Well, he was kind of a dick, but when he <laughs> showed up again, he was pulling the say anything reference.
2: Yeah, now that that helps pretty much anything, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. I forgive you, Cisco. <laughs> You, you suck that shit up.
2: He's not even being a real dick. He's being like, it, it's a dick move to do, but it, they, the show is very obvious. Like he's he feels terrible. He hates it. He hates himself. He's got to go though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just wrote Henry went camping. Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point.
2: I. That was kind of my question. Like, what the fuck is that? I. Yeah. I want to know a lot of things about this show right now, but are you really going to tell me that? Henry Allen just went camping.
1: Yeah, I just now, took I, off you know, to go
2: have a little bit of Walden's Pond.
1: Mm-hmm. No, okay. Um, our 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 buddy Matthew uh, over on the uh, on the Facebook page said that he thought that um, Henry Allen was being Weasley.
2: Yeah, I didn't disagree. John, I really didn't. I, I,
1: he said John Weasley, Wesley Ship is definitely Zoom. He was real Weasley tonight, as uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin. Yeah,
2: I, I didn't get it. There's something off about it, and I don't know what that. yet.
1: I, yeah, I didn't feel that way, though. I did. I mean, you responded to something's not right about him. Yeah, it just, there's like, something
2: about, like, he went camping, he comes back, and he's all, he's dad again suddenly. Like, it's either kind of loose writing, which we're not used to from this show. We're not. Honestly, the worst thing they've done to us is, is Joe's ex-wife, and it's still probably going to get us to Wally West. They haven't really let us down. It's been relatively. You know, this.
1: Tight. Well, previously I would say yeah, he's been suspicious and he's been real weaselly. This episode I didn't feel like this. I, I felt like they were just kind of pulling a iris storyline. Like, well, well, we don't know what to do. At, so that's the here thing here is like
2: uh, Harry X Machina is is a little. They've they've done better than that so far. They've done they've done a tighter job with their story arcs than pulling in dad from a camping trip that he was suddenly on it that's that part it's something's not right i don't know what it is yet it's either that it's it's either that it's not living up to the standards i'm expecting out of the show as far as the tightness or they're planning something still and it's supposed to be a little a little off
1: yeah they might be planning something and i hope they are and i've previously said i thought they were um this isn't necessarily proof of it though like i kind of feel like based on this episode alone they could just be doing a, a shitty job of incorporating him and he did a fine job of you know i i did i liked the bit where he's like giving you know uh, barry the pep talk and and uh then we get the scene with him and, and joe and barry and iris and iris asks uh joe if he's okay because you know being reminded of that that barry actually has a dad Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Like, all of that was on point. All of yeah. that was fine for me. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, that didn't seem weaselly or sketchy or anything. That was fine.
2: All of how he interacted once he got there was okay. It's just that they mm-hmm. pull him away on kind of a... It's, it's a relatively flimsy pretext. They took him out of the show. And then on a relatively flimsy one, they pull him back. Like, no one else thinks to call his dad. Agreed. Iris is the one who, who happens to think, wait a second... Um it's it's just it's not the standard I'm expecting out of the flash riders right now, which means I, and it, i'm giving them I'm giving them such credit that right now I'm thinking they' that those are flimsy on purpose
1: they they might be flimsy on purpose but again these you know i mean I hate to say it i I, I do have um, an expectation that any day now they're going to fail us. It's possible like they they've they've been on too far of a streak. We're talking seven episodes of just amazing, and that's not even counting the last season.
2: Yeah, I know. I, I mean, the bubble must burst at some point, right? But I I don't know. I maybe I'm just I'm, I'm being optimistic and stupidly so. But I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're going to take care of me and and place my bet.
1: All right, now, I mean, we've been insanely optimistic about the Flash, though, but we've had so, but they haven't just, they haven't been perfect or anything. We've been complaining about Iris' mother for a while now, or Iris' lack of agency for a while now. So, to me, it's just like, it seems, it feels like to me that this is entirely possible, that they had, they had John Wesley's ship for half a second, Mm -hmm. and said, oh, we need to fit something in there. (laughs) I just think it's possible.
2: It's possible. I, I'm not ruling it out. Um I'm... just going out on a limb, anyway. I,
1: I hope that's not the case. And I will say this: it seemed like Harrison Wells seemed a little weird when he met Henry.
2: He did, um, like even when Harry's being uh, even as a good person, he still looks creepy and creepy mm-hmm. in a completely interesting way. I, I never quite know, man. It's, I don't. I've, I, it's got to be like owning a pet shark or something. You just, they like you, and then there's that one day. Mm-hmm. Were you not? Now tell me this: the the whole climax of the episode. You know, Caitlin walks out there. She's trying to get Grodd in the little uh, target spot. They need him. How much? Yeah. How much sense would it have made if she got sucked over too and came back? Killer Frost.
1: That'd have made a lot of sense. I thought that's where they were going. I thought for Thought that's it where for, they were for a second. a second. But
2: I got really excited I about thought, it too. I, I like I'm watching alone in a room and you know, I kind of oh please had that moment.
1: Oh, well. Yeah, and I also kind of thought like because I know that they've said that. Barry's going to go to Earth 2 sometime this season. Right. I kind of thought maybe that that would be...
2: They would go back for Caitlyn or something?
1: Well, I kind of thought that he was just going to, like, zip by her and, like, hit Gorilla Grodd and then just get sucked in. Like, Rod would just grab him. I'm kinda, and get pulled in as well.
2: Yeah, like one last stinger stinger yeah. kind of moment. You think he's out and he just reaches him, and grabs him kind of thing. I know it, mm-hmm. I know that's a trope, too, but, you know, hey, like we said, we like some tropes, we don't like others. Um, I'm kind of wondering if part of... Uh, have you thought about this? Like Cisco's powers maybe expanding to be part of how this whole season uh, arc gets resolved. Sure. Like you got to close these gaps, and he seems to be kind of he has some access to them, and maybe like maybe he gets to expand his role as far as the, uh, the whole thing goes. Like it, I I haven't seen it as, uh, as. Do we
1: have to close the gaps?
2: Eventually, yeah. They I haven't. Like the gaps. Now they didn't say <laughs> you have to just because you have to close the story. At some, you can't just. That can't be the rest of the show is just closing up, like mopping up after these holes. But um,
1: you tell that to Fringe.
2: <laughs> I know. I told a lot of things oh, to Fringe.
1: We we didn't like Fringe though, right? <laughs> for <After> a while, <laughs> right?
2: I said many things at my television when I watched Fringe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> many of them were not suitable even for a not safe for work podcast.
2: Right. Oh, um, the very end of that episode though, especially when he's like going in the when he's actually getting sucked in, I my little note ended up being the end. Feel bad, Grodd.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He does. He looks so delicate for just that second. It was, yeah, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it.
1: It's a good episode.
2: And you know, we we didn't mention anything about Barry, but he's got one line in there. We really haven't talked about very much at all in this episode for uh, for a flash no. review. But he's got one line in there. Um, I'm supposed to be their hero. I think is what he says. Mm-hmm. Man, that's fucking Barry Allen right there. Yeah. You just have a moment with this show every now and then where you just kind of slap your knee and go, "Damn
1: it, y'all got it right." Yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point I could do a little more with um, getting past Barry needing a pep talk every episode.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, this episode he was in a wheelchair still, so at least we had a, I don't know, a token right. mechanism for it. Right. But once he kind of, you know, now he's kind of gotten out. He did his, his uh, super punch thing again. Um, we get him back, I assume. Plus we're about to get more speeches yeah. anyway, because, you know, he's. I think some serums are about to get involved. Is that about right?
1: Eh, that sounds right. I think that sounds accurate, maybe. I, mean, I, don't I know. think that's
2: where we're heading here is Harry and some serums. Um, and more speed.
1: <laughs> I miss Jay.
2: <laughs> I think you're going to get him back, and I think he's going to get... I think he's going to be fast when you get him back.
1: Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. I was hoping for it.
2: Hope away, man. I think you're going to be good.
1: All right, well, I have nothing else on this episode. I thought it was a fantastic episode.
2: We always do. Let's do this. I mean, it, you know? part of the reason we don't... Sometimes talk much about the actual Barry Allen characters because they've done such a damn good job with the rest of the cast.
1: Yeah, I mean this is
2: a this is an ensemble show.
1: Like the whole bit, there was like one bit where I, like there were two, there were, okay, there were two bits where I yelled at my screen angrily, it- and then wrote it all down in caps. One was Barry, don't ruin things with Patty. Uh-huh. The other one was Iris, just tell Joe about Wally. Damn it,
2: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Joe's over here talking about, like, well, you know, if if not for Barry, I wouldn't have had a son. Makes me wonder what would happen if I'd had a son. Like, oh, just tell him. Yeah. Oh, you terrible person.
2: (laughs) She's still hoping she can (laughs) avoid that fight, but.
1: What fight? Just tell him. Like, hey, dad, so remember how you didn't tell me that mom was alive for, like, 30 years? Well, you have a son. Yeah. And he's going to be the Flash, too.
2: <laughs> Good news and bad news, Joe. Good news, you have a son. Bad news, it's only going to make your life even stranger.
1: Yep. Which,
2: I know you were longing for the old days of just beating down criminals in a back alley these days, but, uh...
1: Joe seems like the type who would never beat down a, a criminal in a back alley. Like, a couple of times, like, at the beginning of the show, they seemed like they were... They had, like, a couple of criminals who were, like, had it out for, for Joe. They're like, yeah, he's a cop that arrested me. But then they kind of quickly dropped that because I think they realized no criminal would ever actually be angry with Joe for taking them down. Nah, nah, it'd be impossible. Like he'd, be he'd like arrest a, you and like just a, look
2: at you disappointed, and you'd be like, "I'm sorry, you're right, you're right. How long do I need to yeah, go to jail? Yeah, how long?
1: Right, that's what I was about to say. Like it's like an Andy Griffith situation, right? We're just like you know, the guy does something wrong. He's like, "You'll never catch me, Copper." Joe catches him, throws the handcuffs on just looks at him.
2: I'm so sorry. I'm
1: sorry, Paul. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm so sorry. What, what do we do? Well, I'm going to take you over here to the diner. We're going to get a piece of pie. Right. Then I'm taking you in.
2: We're going to have a conversation. Yes, sir. <laughs> Can I have apple?
1: They only have rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, takes him into the prison. John Wesley Ship gives him the talk. Right. the The... the, the, the The prisoners, you know, uh, reforming other prisoners, you know?
2: Well, uh, there's always that that test, like the first night you're in prison, uh, you know, it's a TV trope at least, but the first night you're in prison, you know, do you cry yourself to sleep that night? But in, like, Central City's prison, what it is is, like, they'll hear somebody crying in the distance, like, oh, yeah, he must have been arrested by Joe. That dude feels so (laughs) bad right now. Poor guy. I'm going to give him my dessert tomorrow. He deserves it.
1: They send Henry Allen in.
2: <laughs> Pats him on the he back. sits down. Heard you got arrested by hey Joe. Hey, slugger. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the hey, slugger talk. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: like, the judge, while he's sentencing you, says, like, well, the punishment's normally a mandatory 10 years minimum, uh, but you were arrested by Joe, so we feel like you probably feel bad enough for seven years.
1: Um Right.
2: If you uh, if you allow Joe to visit you monthly, we'll cut it down to four. Okay.
1: Like, is the arresting officer present? Yes, I'm right here, Your Honor. Oh, Joe. <laughs> well, son, I think you've learned your lesson.
2: That's like an early <laughs> release program they have in this prison system. Is if they just if you'll just allow them to hang like a a four by eight picture of Joe's face on your cell wall, it cuts your sentence mm-hmm. in half. <laughs> And the problem is, like, most people can't do it because they make it about a year in and they just, dehydrate hydrate themselves weeping.
1: I'm so sorry, Joe.
2: Balled up in the corner of the other side of the room. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you better let this boy out. I think he's had enough.
1: He just looks so disappointed. <laughs>
2: I made him sad.
1: Oh, man. We are DC on screen. <laughs>
2: And we're going to go stare at pictures Joe us. and feel terrible about ourselves.
1: Oh. We are. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher and DC on screen.com. We are proud members of the giant size team up network. Um, if you would be interested in listening to a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And I should have mentioned it in the other podcast this, uh, this week. But um, Jessica Jones dropped this week. We are watching Jessica Jones as well, and we're going to pop on and do a couple episodes with them as well. Yeah, so keep an oh, eye out for that.
2: I, I know MCU you have a cast. lot of. Com. I know you have a lot of stuff in your room that might do this to you. I, had, I have one little, one little David Tennant, <laughs> little action figure in the corner of my room, and I swear hmm. earlier today I glanced over at him and went, oh, "Purple Man," <laughs> I got scared for a second.
1: <laughs> you should. I mean. I you know I have a I have several jokers staring at me. One of them actually the 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 one on my desk actually has uh, a crowbar and a gun. Right. And he's just staring straight at me. And I mean I I put him that way. I can't really I can't really blame him. It's just
2: it's always been so pleasant to look over and be like ah oh, my favorite doctor and just it's been such a pleasant thing. And this and just today finally mm-hmm. I looked at the thing. <gasps>
1: right. Kilgrave. Right. Kilgrave's here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've also got like a uh, a Lego Joker clock mm. behind me. So when I look over, I see it and I just think I can hear Mark Hamill going, "Yeah, you know I know what time it is."
2: Yeah. Oh, memories. I I wonder how long it's going to take me though to get past Kilgrave and get back to like, "Oh, my doctor." I he's um the job he's doing right now, I don't know that that'll ever happen, to be honest. Yeah. He well, is.
1: I think you'll need a buffer. He go back and watch creepy. Broadchurch series two.
2: That's a good point. I never did get around to Broadchurch two. That'll help. That'll
1: yeah.
2: That'll transition me, segue me back to uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, buffer it. Um, once you watch Jessica Jones, watch uh, Broadchurch series two, and then go back and watch like Blink or some shit.
2: Mm, that'll help.
1: Or or better yet, the uh, the fiftieth anniversary Doctor Who. Oh, the fiftieth
2: anniversary. Will make the you doctor. feel better about just about anything. If I mean, if you want to, yeah. If you want to have a nice mental breakdown that day or emotional breakdown that day? Just go back to I don't want to go. But um, mm-hmm,
1: hmm Did you do get a little bit of that? The 50th anniversary. You did, you did. Yeah, a little bit L- of that.
2: A little nod back. I swear. He he and I, I don't think of Transilor. myself as less of a person for this. When he said, "I don't want to go," I whimpered. You were in the room with me. Mm-hmm. You heard me whimper.
1: Yes, and then we both laughed because Matt Smith goes, "Oh, he always says right." That. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna go ahead and head on out before this, this episode of the, the Flash podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hope you enjoyed that bonus episode of our Doctor Who review.
1: Doctor Who reviews and jokers that want to kill me. Right. Um, (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week. Um, Until then, keep some DC on your screen.
0: the max out of your tax refund at iMart Express. With two pairs starting under 40 bucks, you'll spend less on the have-tos and keep more for the want-tos. Our quality glasses are made in-store by skilled lab techs that take care of your glasses from start to finish, getting them back to you with same-day speed. Get two pairs of glasses starting under 40 bucks or two pairs of progressives for under 80. Our prices won't break the bank. Your tax refund goes further at iMart Express.